If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick here, Rico there. You guys, wherever you may be. Happy Friday. 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Starter Hammond Text Line. Both of those open for you guys the entire show today. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's, how's the day? That was a, that was a oddly high-pitched. Hiller. Hiller. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. You don't like that one? Not as much. Okay. Maybe I'll make sure I keep that in the repertoire. Maybe maybe it's because uh, my headphones are up just so loud from Terrell Farley. Shout out, Shout out to Farley. But anyway, uh, we got a loaded show for you guys. Um, got uh, an interesting Colorado football story. And now before before you turn the dial, don't it's not it's not a good thing, right? It's not a great look on Colorado right now. Uh, Deion Sanders has decided to make some coaching staff changes for whatever reason and in the middle of the season yeah right and so we're going to talk little colorado football uh just some of the news that came out of boulder earlier today uh we're going to be joined by zach carpenter of inside nebraska coming up at 1 30 and then it's friday and that means it's weekend picks time today's is going to be extremely fun today's i'm also i don't think i've ever been more excited for a side bet than what we did today oh i've never been more excited and and honestly, more proud. The Nick Sainert Sportsbook was in full effect. The Nick Sainert Sportsbook was in full effect, considering that we're still not sponsored. Still unsponsored. That's okay. 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Starter Heyman text line both open for you, Jeez. as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Um, we are going to... Come on, Thunder, not Collins. We are going to talk Husker football as uh, we will be um, all, you know, watching Nebraska, Michigan State tomorrow. It's a big one. It's a it's a big it's a big opportunity for Nebraska to get their sixth win with still three games remaining. And frankly, if Nebraska is able to get the job done tomorrow, then hey, that means the Big Ten West is a serious conversation. Yes, like you, you just you just install another chapter in this book of of the season to where you say yeah this is a serious uh and an achievable goal honestly and it's a goal that again we we've discussed before nebraska is in in they have their own destiny in their own hands like they they can they control their own destiny 
if they win this game, all they have to do is take care of business in their final three games, and they're right there for the Big Ten title up to a point. There is one thing they need to happen that they have no control over, and that's Minnesota losing one more game in the Big Ten West. Other than that, they control everything that they have. Which, by the way, I think that gets done this weekend. I, th- I, I think Illinois is going mm. to be able to beat Minnesota. You think so? Illinois has severely underperformed. They've been weird this year. And so they're a bet like Nebraska beat them and they go on the road. Yeah. And, or I don't know if they went on the road, whatever, wherever they went the next week and beat somebody. And they beat Maryland on the road. Yeah, Maryland. And it's one of those things where you look at you look at the teams that Nebraska's played. And maybe this is a testament to Nebraska's defense, but. You know, they hold, hold Illinois to however many points, and then they go, they beat Maryland on the road. They Nebraska holds Northwestern to however many points, and they go, maybe it's just Maryland. They go, they yeah. go and they beat Maryland. Well, and maybe it's a Maryland issue because Maryland's in this weird spot. And I had this conversation with Bill on early break this I morning. Thought, I just thought about that. They both it, went and, and beat yeah. Maryland after they faced Nebraska. Maryland's in a real weird situation because they start out 5-0. and Everybody thought, hey, Maryland might be the real deal. I had them as a fourth best. We did our power rankings that exactly. one time. I had them as a fourth best team. Well, and, and, and that can still somewhat be true. It's just they're in the Big Ten East, and they weren't going to be able to beat Ohio State and Michigan. Um, but they lost to two Big Ten West teams. And that's the point, though. Is they lose to Ohio State, which, okay, they lose 37-17. Ohio State. Then you follow that up with a home loss against Illinois after Illinois lost to Nebraska. And then you follow that up with a road loss at Northwestern. And you allow... Who just came off a loss to Nebraska. Yes. And you allow uh, Northwestern's quarterback that I cannot think of, the backup quarterback's name, that played at Nebraska or played against Nebraska. Um, It's not Ben Bryant. That's the only Northwestern quarterback I can think of right now. I'll look it up. Yeah, but anyway, you you have you allow. I want to say it's like Bennett or something like that. Um, and I I can't believe I, I'm blanking on the name. But still, Maryland then loses three in a row there. And now Maryland, by the way, their schedule is not easy the rest of the way. Their 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 schedule is not easy the rest of the way. If they very well may lose their last what would that be four games and finish the season five and seven. Maryland might. Finish the Sullivan. season. Brendan Sullivan. Thank you. Thank you. I knew, I knew that was going to bother us. Brent, Brendan Sullivan. But anyway, so yeah, you just look at some of the Big Ten schools and they're just really, really strange. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Brendan Sullivan in that first quarter was like six of six with two touchdowns in that or one touchdown in that first quarter uh, against Maryland. And and Maryland's just somewhat struggled since since that uh, Ohio State game where they played relatively, oh, I mean, it was close. Fine. It, it was, was 37 It was close at halftime and a little bit in the third quarter, and then Ohio State just started pulling exactly. away. Maryland started, I think they started turning the ball over. They just couldn't figure things out um, on their own. Yeah, they've, <laughs> Maryland's currently on a three-game losing streak. You yep. have that 37-17 like loss Penn to State, Ohio right? State. Uh, no, so it was Ohio State. Illinois, Illinois 27-24, Northwestern 33-27. Now they have Penn this State. This weekend they have Penn State. So that could be for Nebraska, Maryland, depending on, you know, again, yeah, depending was, on what, if the first half of the season Maryland shows yeah. up, it could be dangerous for Nebraska. If current Maryland shows up, Nebraska has a chance to to run away with a victory yep. against Maryland. Then they have Michigan and then yep. a pesky Rutgers squad. You're right. They they could end the season on a very long losing it, streak. It was funny. Bill Bill said this morning, he goes, Maryland's not winning another game. 
Maryland is not. He he said that this morning. He goes, Maryland's not winning another game. And so that was, I mean, it's fascinating in terms of Mike Loxley and the way he's perceived just nationally, where it's at five of those starts, and then you go in and it's like seven eight games in streak. And you, you don't make a bowl game. That, that's killer kill for a program and an intentional momentum. Um, okay, okay, now, now let's, let's, let's dive into this Colorado story, story because, because this is fascinating stuff. stuff okay? okay. It's hilarious. hilarious. Like, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's so funny and so confusing. And honestly, if I'm the people involved in this situation, yes. I think I'm just as confused as everyone else. So here's here's the deal. Brett McMurphy of, of the Action Network, all over this. Yes. Good job, Brett. Has been all over this. And this is a tweet that, that Brett sent out earlier today. Colorado quality control analyst Pat Shermer will take over play calling duties from offensive coordinator Sean Lewis versus Oregon State. Deion Sanders must elevate Pat Shermer from the analyst role to a full-time coach to begin being eligible to coach. Sean Lewis will still signal the plays in, but it is unknown which assistant will be demoted to make room for Shermer's promotion. Pat Shermer was an NFL offensive coordinator with four different teams, most recently the Broncos in 2020 and 2021. Uh, he was the, also the former head coach of the Giants and the Browns. Now, you think about this, this timeline of events, right? So prior to the season, Dion brings in Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis is, the, is a guy that was the head coach at Kent State. Did he have an exceptional career? No, he was like 24 and 31 at his time in Kent, at Kent State as a head coach. He took them to a 7-7 seven and seven season, which is a bowl game, which is acceptable, mm -hmm. right? Um, at, at Kent State for the Golden Flashes. He decides to leave Kent State and become the offensive coordinator for, for Colorado. Don't forget, Kent State, one of the best offenses in the country last year. Yeah, yes. So, so that was a reason why, well, I don't understand the reason for leaving a head coaching job for uh, uh, an offensive coordinator job. Well, I don't get that. Although, you know, pressure. you're working with, you're working with Deion Sanders, less pressure, you know, whatever. I, I think there's I also a way to maybe more pay. Well, look at it this way. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're 24 and 31, you're not going to get a Power 5 head coaching job with that, that record in the group of five. No. Go to a Power 5 job as an offensive coordinator. Show out. Show out. Do yeah. your job. And guess what? People are somewhat forgetful of that 24 and 31 a record. Bit, a little bit. But it, it was very confusing at the time. And now with this, him getting demoted yeah. is a lot more confusing. So I'm so... Hey, you finish the story. And yeah. I have so, so once again... The, the best part about this whole entire thing is that to make room for Pat Shermer on the staff, they have to demote somebody in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. Now, Colorado, their offense is not the problem. No. They're sixth in passing. Far, they're, far they're, they're sixth in passing offense. They have over, they're averaging over 330 passing yards per game. Don't forget, this is also throughout the entire time of 
when Travis Hunter was not available to them, missed three games. Also, their offensive line is atrocious. Very bad. Nebraska showed that ability to to get to the quarterback back when Nebraska played Colorado. And I mean, Dion called out his own offensive. Well, Coach Prime called out his own yep. offensive line, said that they're going to be shopping for offensive linemen in the portal. Now, here's another thing. Is the guy that you're replacing Sean Lewis with is not necessarily this world-beating, all-knowing offensive coordinator. In 2021 with the Denver Broncos, Pat Shermer's offense was 23rd in the NFL in yards and 28th in the NFL in points per game. Now, I understand it's a different type of game. The NFL is different than college. And Shermer, for what it's worth, has been involved with the offense of Colorado during practices and off the field as he can as the uh, quality control analyst. But how about this? So I found this article talking about Pat Shermer from back in January 9th, 2021 from the Denver Post. And it says among the 10 lowest scoring teams in the NFL, again, among the bottom half in yards, again, among the seven worst teams on third down, again, they, that, the, that Denver, again is just the, just rude. The Denver Broncos in 2021 went five and eleven mm. with Pat Shermer as their offensive coordinator. We should now, ask Raph about that. We should have. But what's even crazier, once again, is that if you are Sean Lewis, you're standing there going, "What in the world just happened?" Because I was a head coach, I chose to come to Colorado, mm-hmm. and now I don't get to call the plays. But I still have to signal the place. I went from calling plays and being an offensive coordinator to being a middleman to now being the signal caller and also just a position coach. So what you mentioned earlier about with him getting demoted, he has to choose an offensive assistant to demote to analyst, right? Yeah. Right now, Sean Lewis is the offensive. Well, not now. He's not the offensive coordinator, but he's the quarterback's coach, right? Well, if you look at the other coaches that they have, um, they're assistant head coach is also their running backs coach. Okay. So it's not going to be him. Nope. Tim, Your, Bru- Tim Brewster is too valuable of a recruiter. Yes. And, and a voice on that sideline, Tim Brewster, their tight ends coach. So yep. it's not going to be him. Uh, but Sean Lewis was a tight ends coach at Hey, yeah. University of Nebraska, Omaha in 2010. Sean Lewis was the tight ends coach. I was reading his bio the today on uh, Kent state's website. And he was the tight ends coach at UNO mm-hmm. back in 2010. So he could coach tight ends and quarterbacks, but as you just said, Tim Brewster, great yeah. voice, great recruiter. You don't want to do that. Your wide receiver coach, Brett Bartoloni. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might do that. Um, and that's that's really offensive it. line. Your offensive line coach right now is Bill O'Boyle. So, but if you're, you know, Sean Lewis would be then coaching quarterbacks and offensive line or quarterbacks. I think the the best option would be to unfortunately demote Brett Bartoloni to offensive analyst. But then, and then you coach, can't have it, and then coach the quarterbacks game. and wide receivers. Man, that I mean, it's it's bonkers. But you're gonna ha- he's gonna have to take two positions. He's gonna yeah. have to take two be a position coach for two different areas of the offense. That's like, why, I, or you're gonna have to have somebody else do that. Maybe you'll have Brewster do wide receivers and tight ends. Maybe maybe you'll have Gary Harrell do running backs and, yeah. and quarterbacks. And I, I don't know, but it's going to be very weird in Colorado on that sideline because somebody is now sitting in their office or sitting wherever yeah. wondering, am I going to be the I'm, one? I might not be full-time tomorrow. That's, that's done coaching this position. Am I going to be the one that goes from, from position coach 
to analysts. And I don't know. I don't know if that comes with a pay cut or what that comes with. It, it's it's bonkers to think about it once again, just because Sean Lewis is now just basically a middleman between Pat Shermer and the play getting on the field because Pat Shermer won't signal. Sean Lewis is going to signal the plays to Shadur and the rest of the Buffalo's offense. So why even have Sean? Like, this seems like a situation where Sean Lewis needs to get out of Boulder as soon as possible. As soon as possible, whether that's a new offensive coordinator job, whether it's, hey, let's go somewhere back to the group of five as a call as a head coach. I don't think he's going back as a head coach anywhere right now. I think he's going to have to go back as an offensive coordinator and work his way back up to a head coach because you just it as bad as it is. You you just kind of burned a bridge by just leaving as a head coach yeah. to be an offensive coordinator. You didn't get fired. I don't know if his job was on the line or if he was on a hot seat or something, but he was like, I'm done being a head coach. I'm going to go be a coordinator. So I don't think teams in the group of five are going to take that lightly and say, hey, oh, we'll bring hey. him in until you know another big-name coach gets a job and needs an offensive coordinator. He might dip again. What if Sean Lewis goes to Iowa? Oh, um, so wait a here, here's the deal. Wait a minute. Out, out. So Sean Lewis and, and the Colorado's offense averaging 32 points per game, which frankly should be probably enough to win a game. If. They're they're averaging 400 and uh, excuse me, 409 yards of offense and 330 passing yards per game. Now, in addition to that, as a head coach at Kent State, Sean Lewis's offenses led college football in points per game, averaging 50 points per game over a four-year stretch, Whew. and averaging yard, or excuse me, in, in, excuse me, this is in 2020, averaged 50 points per game, and in 2020, averaged 607 yards per game at Kent State, and now he got demoted to be the signal caller in to, uh, for Pat Shermer. Oof! There you go. Uh, and, and it was kind of you saw you kind of heard rumblings of this happening uh, because in previous situations on Dion our coach Prime's radio show last night, Pat Shermer filled in mm-hmm. for Coach Prime, um, and then also in like social media vid- videos that you see, Pat Shermer's the one working with the offense and not Sean Lewis. It's it's wild stuff going on in Boulder that Colorado now might not make a bowl game also. Well, so, I, I, you know, looking at their schedule after they got their fourth win and, you know, whatever, like you look at the rest of their schedule and it's hard to see a win. Their best bet at a win is going to be Arizona. So Colorado currently is four and four overall. So they need two more wins, right? They I don't need, see one. They need two more wins. Here is how their final four games <laughs> match up. At home against number 16, Oregon State. Nope. At home against Arizona, and that would be back with backup quarterback Noah Fafita, who I think Arizona actually beats number 19 UCLA this weekend. Okay. Arizona's on fire yes, right now. They are. Arizona's on fire. Okay. So they but, should have beaten USC yeah. also. So even if you if you get that win, so you're even at five. If, even if you get Arizona, you're at five. You're not beating Oregon State. So you're at five. You're not, or excuse me, Colorado then goes on the road to Washington State. No. And then I guess Col- maybe because Washington State's kind of on a downturn, that might be a best bet, but I, I don't see that one either. And then Colorado goes on the road to end the season at number 18, Utah. Nope. So there you go. They could finish the season with five wins. Five and seven. There you go. I mean, that's a four-game improvement over last year, which is great. 
Yeah, it's a much better team than it was last year. Not to mention another team that might not make a bowl game after uh, success last year, right before we get to break, TCU. Mm. TCU this year is four and five, so they need two more wins. They play number seven, Texas. Nope. Baylor, maybe. maybe. And number 10, Oklahoma. Nope. So TCU will probably go from making the national title game to no bowl game. How about that? How about that that shift? Remember that first game of the season, Colorado TCU? Yeah, that was fun. That was a great game. That was a lot of fun. All right, let's take a break. Defense. Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, When we come back, we are going to uh, talk to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska, talk a little Husker football as they get ready for the Spartans, and then we'll uh, wrap up the show with weekend picks. It's going to be a good one. Stick with us. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.